0: everyone. Welcome to Better Hiring, a podcast by Workable. As a marketing manager at Workable, if there was one thing I had to choose as my absolute favorite part of my job, it would be learning from the folks who are challenging the status quo and moving the recruitment industry forward. That's why we're here today. This podcast is a space for the leaders who are driving this progress to share their real, honest experiences in overcoming challenges and moving the hiring industry forward. And of course, to bring you the latest tips, trends, and strategies to help you find a path to better hiring. In this episode, I sat down with Elena Valentine, CEO and co-founder of Skillsco. Our new reality has made fostering human-to-human connections with new and existing talent harder than ever. At the same time, communicating your company's values, culture, and employer brand has never been more important. So how can you break through the screen and bring your company's story to life? Let's go find out.
1: So I'm the, the proud co-founder and, and servant leader of Skill Scout Films. And what makes my heart sing about the work that I do is ways that I get to hold space for people to share their most authentic selves, especially when it comes to the purpose and the meaning of their work. And this is what I get to do you know, all day, every day, and it really has been the biggest honor and that really transcends, right? Holding space for someone, that really transcends the medium by which we do that, which just so happens to be film. And at Skill Scout Films, we exist to capture the humanity of work through stories that matter. Everyone has a story of work and why it's meaningful. And so we really get to highlight that primarily through the lens of a film camera. And so whether that's bringing jobs to life, company culture, that's bringing, you know, individual employee stories to life that help showcase a certain value. Any and all workplace communication from the candidate experience to the, you know, really throughout the entire employee life cycle where you are looking to create meaningful connection, looking to create a level of emotion or a call to action around something. That's really where we see video being a great fit. And I would say that the other kind of big takeaway for folks that either are still considering this, they're on the edge of this, maybe they're full on in, is that any and all companies have unique stories to tell because of the people who are in them. And so, large and small, transcendent of industry, you know, our clients are proof that you can use this and do that pretty successfully. And so, you could be a, a manufacturing job shop of five people all the way to, you know, the McDonald's, Wendy's, American Airlines, Thermo Fisher, you know, some of the biggest brands in the business, video is still very much for you because you all have really unique stories
0: to tell. Yep. I love that. And I love the way you say it makes your heart sing. And uh, what we were talking about before is that, um, you know, finding the things that make your heart sing these days are really important. And that kind of brings us into thinking about the way that the past year has been, and I know this conversation isn't just about, you know, connecting with people through the pandemic because video um, for years, we've seen this is what works. Uh, But I have found that, you know, my days are spent talking to my team members. Uh, We've had a really crazy year of triumphs and incredible experiences and hard experiences, Um, but experiences where we became closer as a team I have really good memories, um, and you know there is a connection between employer and employee, and it's where we spend all of our time, um, and and there's value there. So, as a marketer, I know the value of video, um, but I am a big fan of using this medium in telling brand stories. So. I guess from there, uh, what would be cool to hear from you is um, if you could help us visualize what this looks like and what these videos look like, where they are, how uh, how companies use them.
1: Yeah, that's a big loaded question. I mean, I think the first one is thinking about that media is a literacy of the 21st century. It's how we learn. We are visual learners, and and that's from a, a biological standpoint. There really is an art and a very much a real science to why video works. We retain sixty five percent of what we see in here versus what we read. Eighty percent of our brains are dedicated to, uh, you know, processing visuals. And so, you know, you know, we combine the trends of things like video being the largest driver of internet traffic to how we, you know, biologically learn and understand things. And you kind of have this perfect storm for why video. And it's interesting, you know, we've been doing this now for well over seven years. And what we've seen certainly for the trend is before this was maybe kind of a nice to have. And at this point, it's becoming a status quo. It's like, this is kind of what you need to do because this is a YouTube generation, and if you think that you know we're going to YouTube to learn how to braid our hair, get tours of the White House, and everything else, we are absolutely going to YouTube to learn about jobs. Plain and simple. And especially if we think about you know what the pandemic has done to really kind of force us now to start to think differently about how we're showcasing jobs, people, environments, uh, it's really had to you know flip it into high gear when it comes to the value of video. So you know, certainly there's a a key science to this. And, you know, when it comes to video itself, as I had mentioned, really in any and all workplace communication, where one, you are looking to create connection, you are looking to create emotion, certainly is where, um, or, or, or showing, right, where it becomes very difficult through text or copy, where, for example, showing, hey, this is the environment of our manufacturing facility. This is the environment of being a fleet service member, rain, sleet, shine, or snow. That's typically where you want to start, um, you know, really eyeing towards, towards video specifically. Yeah. Especially in, in our space of um, kind of overall um, kind of employee experience. In our case, because we're talking about better hiring, typically there are a few funnels you are trying to to go after. You know, one is the funnel of, all right, we are just here to create a level of brand awareness and interest. Maybe this is a company that does really great stuff, but no one's ever heard of them before. So we're not even, you know, talking about... You know, the specific job itself, as we are, we just need to get our name out there as an employer that can compete with some of these other companies, um, you know, a few blocks away that everyone knows about. Uh, Then there's, you know, certainly a a second layer to, okay, being more job specific, right when we're on the job post, which is all right, I'm a shoe designer. And at this point, I'm looking to understand do I want to be a shoe designer at Nike or do I want to be a shoe designer at Adidas? And so there's some pretty specific stories of, all right, now that I'm kind of getting an understanding of the culture, what is it really like to work in these specific roles at these specific companies? Then as we get lower, you know, kind of deeper and deeper into the funnel, this is actually where we have a lot more companies now who are bringing their hiring processes to light through video, especially because as you know, and you know, for customers at Workable, the processes have changed. And so we have a lot more companies that are creating videos around things like what to expect now in our hiring process. Mm-hmm. How has it changed? Who are you going to meet? How are you going to meet them? And so there's a lot of this other kind of nitty gritty that I think is helping to bring to light um, you know, what some of those stories might be. Yeah.
0: Oh, yes. That's, that's an interesting point I wasn't even totally thinking about when thinking about video in the attraction engagement and retain process there's there's definitely the attraction piece where the way i see it is things that live on a careers page or a social media site and youtube and the kind of things that people find to understand where they're going to work but there is the process of engaging with candidates and what does that look like and and we do we've even come out with some technology where there's one-way video interviews um which can be a bit weird for people, especially when it's your first time and, and you're kind of just talking to a, a computer. Um, but we're putting in abilities for people to record, um, like welcoming them to the process and what to expect from the the one way video experience and what to expect after that experience. Uh, so there are so many different touch points.
1: Um, And in fact, you know, the funny thing is the deeper you get into the funnel, the more captive of an audience you have when it comes to candidates, right? There's a big difference between the 30 second video that one might see on YouTube to kind of get them into the funnel. And then look, they're already in the funnel, they're applied. And now, and now they're incentivized to say, okay, now I'm going to watch a five to seven minute video that really talks at deep length about this particular role or company or a particular process. And this is certainly the case uh, for many companies where they're dealing with a lot of proprietary processes, think government contracts, where they can't just share publicly, quite frankly, what are some of the things they're working on, the processes, but as you get deeper and deeper into the funnel, some of that can become more available to you, and video can become a way um, where, where, where that can really, really help. And so I would say, oftentimes, I think one of the big misconceptions that folks have is we need to get as many eyeballs on this video as we can, when actually, no, the question should be, are we getting the right eyeballs mm. on, on these videos? It has less to do with the metrics of we've had 50,000 people that has, look, did the right 10 people in our application process who are you know, kick-ass engineers see this video And did they understand exactly kind of like what we could offer them? That's Mm -hmm. the big thing that we need to to think about when it comes to kind of our investment and why we do video. It's a yes and, you know, and we need to start considering as we go down the funnel, how important some of those connections to be made uh, can be had through video.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. Um, And coming back to my marketing hat, something we try to think about as well is is, there's a lot of talk and, you know, everyone wants to make like the perfect viral marketing piece, but at the end of the day, you want to you, wanna, you know, engage with your community and and with your customers and, and create the content that's going to stick there. Um, so I guess before we get into like the logistics part of how can a company approach uh, actually producing video and, and using video in their strategy, um, can you tell me a little bit more about how, how we would go about creating these videos to attract that specific audience, depending on who we're trying to recruit?
1: Yeah, so I think that there's a couple of layers here. There's a general, like, kind of technical production logistics about what should go into these videos, period, regardless of the role. And then it's really thinking about who are we targeting? And those mm-hmm. are two different stories, right? Typically, the talent acquisition teams have done enough of the homework to know, um, you know, okay, we are looking to attract, you know, millennials. We're looking to attract Gen Z. We're, we're looking to attract a particular region of people, right? Mm-hmm. If we think about, you know, manufacturers who are settling in, in, you know, in some rural area of Ohio, right? That's a very different audience, than, you know, someone in the city. So I think part of it is, all right, let's just assume you've gotten there and you know kind of who that uh, specific, um, you know, kind of audience would be. Then it comes down to what are some of the kinds of ingredients that you, you know, kind of want to look for. Uh, We really kind of promoted heavily when we started, especially just kind of given where we um, had come from, really actually into the kind of the job videos itself. Because when we're looking at the job posts, when folks are actually actively looking, this is actually where it becomes a big deal for folks to kind of get some sense of, all right, I already know that I'm looking to become a shoe designer. Now, do I want to become a shoe designer at Adidas or a shoe designer at Nike? And that's where some of the kind of the power can be. And there's typically around kind of, well, we say around five kind of key ingredients Um you know, that we are looking for. One is to be specific, right? Which is why we want to think about the roles itself. You know, who are the folks that they might be working with or that department? You know, the second is going to be show, not tell, which, you know, clearly the medium of video allows to do that. The third, I love to say, is leaning into the suck, right? And this was a big thing for us, you know, especially given our origins working with young people, was that this isn't just about showing the sunshines and rainbows of a role. We all know that like there are sucky parts of all jobs. And we need to be about up as upfront about that as is, is possible when
0: mm-hmm. it comes to
1: this. Uh, because we want two paths here. We want to give candidates an opportunity to self-screen in or self-screen out. And it's perfectly okay if a candidate is going to self-screen out as a result of this, because we're not here to waste their time. We're also not here to waste ours. I think the fourth, especially depending on, on kind of how and where we're sharing this, we want to keep it short. I would say typically we say kind of about ninety seconds is typically kind of the sweet spot, especially given kind of social media, um, and you know the ways people that are able to peruse, and then really the last is making sure that we're sharing the why, that we are able to kind of help connect people to the overall mission of how this role specifically plays in making the impact um, that that company it is making. So, you know, if we can kind of hit off on all of those key ingredients for a specific video, that typically kind of helps to really address a lot of the very immediate questions that candidates would have to either make a decision to continue kind of going down the path of of learning more about this role and learning more about this process, or saying, okay, I'm out. On to the next, perfectly okay.
0: Yeah. First of all, I love that formula. That's perfect. I'm going to rewatch this and jot that down. Uh, but the big thing that really stuck out to me, and maybe stuck out to other people, is definitely uh, leaning into the suck part because nobody ever wants to do that. You know, even um, yeah, even when I talk about my own job, I, I talk about all the great stuff um, and not so much about you know the bad days. So, can you give me an example of how clients that you've worked with have kind of done that in the oh, right Yeah, path?
1: a big one. I mean, you look at the airlines, they don't shut down, rain, sleet, shine or snow, you are out there. And one of the biggest problems that airlines have had, you know, our client American Airlines had was, look, we could tell fleet service baggage handlers all day long that like we don't shut down and you're going to be out there in whatever degree rather it is. And it wasn't until they got there that they realized like, oh, oh, this is the truth. And so, you know, really kind of give it to really a a lot of the airlines who have done this to say, this is really the reality of the job. And either this is something that you can you can navigate, you can handle, you're you're good to weather the the storms literally or not. And that's okay. (laughs) Another one um, that is a a great story and had, you know, really had a lot of success was tower climbers. So these are the ones who are providing cell phone service for all of us. They are going hundreds of feet up in the air. Once again, same thing, recruiters, no matter how many times they could tell people, look, are you afraid of heights? Are you sure you're not afraid of heights? They'd go up there the first time, realize just how frighteningly scared they were of heights, and then quit, same thing again. We had to do a video really showing from a POV, like you are up there, you are here, this is going to be your world, Rest assured, we keep it safe. We have a culture of safety and, and a team that really supports you. But this is the work. And they significantly reduced uh, their turnover wow. because of an entire brand campaign. And their video went viral. Wow. Uh, you know, because you had, you know, all these So I mean, it, it was a beautiful video. And it really is captivating because it's, it's, it is scary stuff. Like You're kind of like, you know, the you know, kind of the industrial climbers here. Um, but there's examples of all of that in every job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the more that we can be upfront of that and actually really ask ourselves the question and be brave enough as companies to ask ourselves the question sometimes of why do people quit? I think we need to start encouraging to lean into that a bit more. Mm-hmm. And it's a very frightful thing because sometimes what comes up isn't just a rain, sleet, shine or snow thing. It's we've kind of got a sucky culture we really need to think through some change management here. And we've actually had a few times where productions have halted because as a result of planning video, things came out about that culture that leaders realize like, Oh, we can't put lipstick on a pig here. Wow. Like either we got to be real or not. And so they halted production so that they could shift. Um, and I think have some, some really kind of deep, questions and reflections about their culture before they can get started. And I would say that's one of the biggest differences between general marketing and when we're creating video for candidate experiences, is that we cannot put lipstick on a pig. This has to be, you know, a balance both of what the opportunity is and also what the challenges are going to be. Because candidates are going to smell a stock video, a stock photo, you know, a stock feeling in, you know, emotion from a mile away. Yeah. And so we really have to be thoughtful about that and realize that candidates are okay with that. They recognize that our jobs aren't perfect. And if you could be the first one to tell that to them and they don't have to find that out on the first day of the job or the first 90 days on the job, even better, they will respect you more for it.
0: Yeah, that's that's a tough one with the culture. You know, it's every company, no, no company is perfect, but, you know, every company does want to put on their absolute best face um, and whether it's at the culture level or, or the job level, but, you know, it's good, you know, even if, if people go through and start dipping their toes into this um, video experiment and in using this, maybe that is a nice exercise for the overall like culture strategy and employer brand strategy, you know, employer brand. And it's
1: something that we do a lot actually, like, you know, and again, because my colleague and I were former design researchers, so, um, you know, a lot of where we find where this can be most helpful is sometimes video is just research collection. It's kind of how we started. Really? And so, so much of what you can find is that there's really interesting nuggets of learning generally about the culture where, you know, you can start to really parse out the themes of, well, what, what really is our EBP? Well, talk to as many employees as you can to help kind of understand that and find that out. Oh, and by the way, you can use video as a way to potentially do that. It just doesn't have to be survey or or focus groups, Mm -hmm. especially if we're trying to, uh, you know, think about how we might do this at scale.
0: Wow. That's really interesting. And I think a good segue maybe into talking about, you know, you work with Um, some big clients also some smaller uh, niche clients but when I personally think of a lot of these brand videos that I've seen the ones that um, tend to come to mind are these really uh, massive companies where um, maybe their reach is larger so I happen to come across them on YouTube or even like commercials Um, but kind of diving into what does this look like for a company um, that might be smaller or just new to video in general? And and how do they dip their feet into that? Because it sounds like there is many steps to this process. It's not as easy as a talking head telling you a bit about your company um, and, and just putting it out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a myriad of ways by which to start and by which to approach this. But really the first one before we even think about what the approach is, is making sure like, is our marketing on board? Is our legal on board? And do we feel confident enough that we have a culture and we have the set of stories where we would feel good about being as honest as we can about this? And if you can't answer those three questions in a positive way, you do may, you may need to halt and stop because candidates are going to find out very quickly. Um so that's kind of number one. I think the, uh, the second one would be, then it is thinking about the approach and there's a myriad of ways by which to do this. Um, and, and it's something that at skill scout, you know, films we have done. So most folks understand video kind of from the more traditional sense, which is like, they're looking at Hollywood, like, Oh my God, I have to be like a Martin Scorsese filmmaker. I have to have like a Hollywood budget. There's going to be like 20 people in my facility. I'm going to have to shut down for three yeah. days. We're going to hair lose activity, like hair and makeup. Like it becomes this huge megilla, and people just get kind of really like, you know, nervous about it and and seeing it as being such an expensive investment. And, and then, oh, heaven forbid, then we interview this person and then they leave. Like there's a lot of that. And yes, there's still kind of Hollywood style productions that are out there. But actually, you know, I think... In my opinion, the right way to do, you know, video, especially when we're thinking about the Canada experience is that we don't have to necessarily get that extra, uh, you know, about it from that sense. Because the truth is, we're not here to stop productivity, we're here to capture it, right? We want to see a live in motion, um, you know, office or people working and, and like doing real things. Um, and for those that are saying, well, we work in proprietary processes, well, you can certainly mock it because inevitably candidates really care about the actions. They want to start to see the work. They, you know, at some point it isn't necessarily about the actual content of the work because they also recognize that there are just some things at that point cannot be shared. Um, you know, so I think yes, there's full scale productions and there's there's reasons why some of that exists. And if I had to think about that, some of it is that companies will invest in more kind of a full scale production kind of video where you are bringing, you know, a skill scout films on site with a few of our crew members, because this might be maybe foundational videos that you're looking to set. You know, I always like to ask when people ask me, okay, like if I were to invest, you know, in these kinds of videos, what might they be? Some of them might be, look, are there stories that will never that aren't going to change, right? The founding story, not going to change so much. Your values, probably not going to change so much. Certainly if you're looking to invest in job videos in a more full-scale way, there's probably kind of four reasons why you would want to potentially invest generally in video. One is these are evergreen roles. So it's like, look, I'm hiring nurses night and day, all day long. That is not going to change from year to year. It's worth investing. The second is, you know what's a role that could use the biggest reality check and we all know who they are where it's like no matter i mean these are the, the american airlines and the tower climber roles right where it's like this is really difficult to to share kind of on text what this is we have to show it the third is what's the hardest to fill and that could actually be you know and all all, in all kind of three or four of these categories Um, But what also says, is, look, the hardest to fill may not be the one of you're hiring the most. But look, we're hiring a COO and that role matters so much to the culture of this company that it's worth us doing a video specifically on that because we need to find the right executive. We need to find the right person. And then the the fourth one, typically just like just what's the hardest to understand? Like uh, there's just some roles where it just becomes so challenging on on text um, or through conversation to really understand what this is about. And so those typically might be some of the key themes that you're looking into that all being said, said rest assured, it doesn't have to all be full scale production because we've got these. And if you can take videos of your dog, cats, and kids, you can also take videos of your workplace and of yourselves. Um, and you know, with some guidance and structure and some supports, um, this doesn't have to look like the Blair Witch project. You can actually <laughs> do this in a way that, you know, still is quality, still is authentic, but also reaches kind of a level of consistency that marketing and others would be okay with sharing publicly. And that typically becomes one of the biggest hangups uh, for companies is, you know, not feeling like they have kind of a process of consistency in the templates and the supports where you can get, A 100 of the employees to kind of, you know, capture in a very similar manner. And that's a lot of kind of how we come into companies and really support that level of scaling so that we can get as many employees as possible, sharing their stories in a way that is consistent, and is quality, and that inevitably, they feel good about which is the most important.
0: Yeah. Do you find that um, recently with with a lot of remote work? Can this kind of thing happen remotely, like these kinds of interviews? Or what does it look like? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It happens all the time. Um, and again, it really just depends on the level of production value and quality that you're looking for. I mean, we have companies who are very comfortable with kind of just the more kind of selfie style type video. Maybe it is a little shaky, you know, maybe the sound quality isn't like the most amazing, but they just kind of want it in quick succession. And there Mm -hmm. is still some guidance around, you know, providing them with some structure to say, okay, shoot in a well-lit area, shoot in a quiet place. Like, Literally, I think some of the biggest hangups we have is that we don't have enough templates and we don't have enough processes around this quite yet um, for companies to feel like they can do this, which is often why we're coming in to support, you know, not just from an implementation standpoint, but I think from a consulting standpoint to say, like, we, you know, our our biggest strength is, is helping companies scale video, regardless of how it's done. So... It really depends, I think, just on, on what the level of kind of quality and support you're looking for. So it could literally just be from selfie style. People have done it straight on Zoom. We've done virtual producers where literally just like this, I might be asking you the questions so that you're feeling a little bit more comfortable. Maybe I'm telling you, okay, Carolyn, if you can move your computer a little bit to, you know, the left or to the right so that we have this nice framing of you. Maybe I might say, Hey, is there another background you might want to select so that maybe we have a better depth of field? Like really there's a level of flexibility that needs to be had um, to kind of support the kinds of content that, that companies needs. Um, And we often work with companies who want both companies who want both kind of some foundational full scale production videos with a mix of these more updatable in the moment, you know, month by month, project by project kind of videos. So there's no wrong or immediate right way to do video. And I think that's the thing that people have to get over.
0: Yeah. I, I've kind of seen that um, ourselves too, even the way we're trying to make video at workable, we are all home and it's not always super polished, but um, when you have a really good team behind you, there's a lot that you can do, and um, yeah, video is is super powerful. Uh, kind of going back to the way that organizations can use this across the attract, um, uh, engage, and retain. What would you say are usually the stories that kind of come up? I know you talked about like the origin story, um, like. Are there like certain questions you ask employees? Like, how do you find like that meaty story that is something?
1: I mean, so uh, part of it is, yeah, like, especially if it makes sense, because maybe this is a more entry level, you are going to want to help them understand what the day to day is. But then some of the meaty questions or some of the ones that I really love are things like, um, I love the surprises. Because that's really why you want to end up doing a video. So, things like, all right, Carolyn, think back to the first day when you started at Workable. What is something that surprised you about your role that you wish you knew then, or that you wish you knew before you started? And it could be positive or it could be negative, right? Those are typically why we want to do videos, right? So, kind of getting to the surprises is always really meaty. Um, always love the what makes your heart sing. That's a great question. Also, another way to ask that is, like, what's, what is it about your work that you're most proud of? Sometimes. Uh, and another one could be, um, which is in part a surprise, but I, you ask it, when you ask it differently, you often get a different answer. Things like, um, what is it about your work that people would be surprised to know about? And that's where it really gets fascinating from a layperson's point of view to say, you know, wow, I didn't realize that this much, you know, effort, et cetera, goes into creating this one, you know, piece of cereal, right? I mean, there's just all kinds of trivia that is actually quite fascinating behind the scenes that most folks don't know about that would be kind of really fascinating. Another great question is always like, you know, just what, what makes you stay? What makes you come back every day? You could be working anywhere else, but you continue to kind of work here. Um, and so those are always, I think, really key and meaty questions that I think help us really get to some of the zeitgeist um of, of how people reflect on the work that they do.
0: So cool. Yeah, those are definitely not like the normal questions of like how would you describe your role and what does your day-to-day look like? It is it's finding that you know what's hidden underneath. And that is the stuff that matters and the, and the stuff that keeps us watching and keeps us engaged really. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. It's the, yeah, it's the, it's, it's the emotional stories or the surprises, right? We all love surprises, good or bad. Um, and that's oftentimes why we're doing video is we're trying to demystify things that are becoming, that be, have become difficult to share in the most traditional of ways. Hmm. So that's one of the biggest things I would, I would really recommend to people is think about the surprises, the good and the bad.
0: Really cool. And do you find uh, the clients you work with, um, I'm sure they're tracking the performance of these videos in one way or another. Like, what are some some measurements that they use to track the effectiveness?
1: Yeah, Uh, some of it are are easy as questions when folks do surveys of, you know, what prompted you to apply for this job? Right. And when you have video, I mean, so there's ways I think that, you know, folks are starting to survey to kind of understand how people come into their pipeline and what is what was it about that prompted them to apply. And when we've gotten that, there certainly have been some very positive responses. You know, video are already known to attract higher quality performers, because if you think about, Carolyn, if there was a video of, you know, a marketing manager at, you know, this company versus another, most folks would tend to apply for the ones that where they can see the most kind of realness of that role especially the higher quality performers. And so also thinking about the, the level of quality of the candidates has been a big one and also the time to hire. You know, video is never around replacing the entire hiring process ever, but it is around shortening uh, the, the time um, and, the, and the amount of candidates. Because again, if we're giving them a good video, it's because this is a video is helping a candidate self-screen in or self-screen out. And so rather than the 500 candidates that, you know, you got a lot of them who may not be a good fit or on the cusp, you know, you're getting candidates who are saying, I've watched this video, I see the challenge, and I'm still willing to apply.
0: Mm.
1: The other thing that we also see, you know, especially when we talk to hiring managers is the level of equality of the conversation. They're already coming in to say, hey, I saw this video, you know, this compares or contrasts to the experience that I had before and especially for visual learners it's really helping us to ground some of our own experiences so that we can come to the table and come to that conversation with something a lot more deeper um, when it comes to a uh, kind of a more quality interview so that's a big thing uh, and inevitably it's also looking at retention uh, you know so you know are we hiring folks who upon coming in are staying? For ninety days or longer, um, and, and most typically they are. Especially one that they've been upfront about the culture that they have. They've been upfront about the role. Um, that that becomes a big metric that we see as well.
0: Yeah, so cool. It's uh, fascinating to me how this conversation of video extends so beyond what I was picturing on like the front end, the careers page, um, and. You know the the ways that you can measure it across the entire candidate experience, but also, like you said earlier, when when you start creating these videos, it it becomes blaringly evident or glaringly evident um, as to how your culture is, and and mm-hmm. there's only one face you can put out there when you're putting out the true faces of your company and the true experiences that your employees have. Um, so, you know, that alone, it just makes me think that this is an exercise that every recruiting team should start dipping their toes into because it may be a longer process than, than you might even think. Um, but, yeah, that's it's just fascinating that, you know, in today's day and age, the way that we communicate our culture, our brand, the way that we get people interested in our role and, and the right people interested in, in our company is through video um, going back to, I don't know if we said this in the conversation before we were really recording, um, but just the metrics behind how engaging video is and video is the content that is getting eyes on it and it is actually getting engagement. And it's so much easier to consume that information than to read a blog post or read a job description. Um, but it's nothing if you really don't have the right things to back it up and, And today, our our team at Workable, we create a lot of content around culture and diversity inclusion and how to approach that in an honest, sustainable way. And I just see that tying like super deeply into, you know, actually bringing your culture into video and and coming to terms with it. Uh, So, yeah, that's really cool that that you've been able to be on on this side with clients who are going through that process.
1: Yeah, no, it's been a wild ride, and and you know we've we've helped tell any and all kinds of stories from, you know, be it to diversity inclusion to to job videos to what to expect in the hiring process to like here's even where your interview is going to be because our parking lot is so complicated, right? Like, there's there's really such a myriad of ways um, by which this can get it consumed, and and by the kind of the content. Um, You know where this so for example right like we've done a lot of meet your recruiter videos or behind the scenes of a recruitment event whether that's digital or not um all of those things can start to get demystified through a medium like like video
0: yeah so cool Well, thank you so much again for sharing today. Um, If you could just remind us a bit about Skill Scout and how we could get in touch with you um, if we are needing a a bit of support when we start dipping our toes into this.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you can go to skillscout.com or quite frankly, be my LinkedIn friend. That's, uh, you know, LinkedIn is really my primary platform. That's where I share a lot of, you know, the tips, tricks, everything else in between case studies all kinds of things are on video. So that's really, you know, the sandbox that I plan. And at the very least, however, I can be kind of helpful to you as, as you think about how video, you know, might work at uh, your company. And I'm, I'm always down to be supportive and have a ton of resources that I can share, regardless if we work formally together or not.
0: Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to hit subscribe wherever you are to stay up to date with our new episodes. And in the meantime, head on over to the Workable blog at resources.workable.com and check out our vast resource library. And if you're looking for a better way to hire, just reach out. We'd love to help.